0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Playing With Power podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things CDH, EDH, and Magic the Gathering. I am your host, TK, and today I am joined by none other than Scylla of the Commander's Cauldron. Hello, Scylla. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're excited to have you. Uh, Today, Scylla is going to be joining me to talk about uh, inclusivity in Magic the Gathering, specifically the Gathering in Magic the Gathering, and what it means to uh, welcome people of all shapes, sizes, and backgrounds into our lovely little nerd game. Uh, But first, a word about
2: our sponsors. Today's podcast is sponsored by Card Conduit. Do you have extra cards lying around that you don't use? Want to buy or trade for some extra cards but don't know how to maximize the value? Then you should try out Card Conduit. Card Conduit is the best service when it comes to selling your extra cards. Don't waste hours trying to find the best buy list price for your cards online. Simply send them to Card Conduit and let them take care of the rest. I've used Card Conduit multiple times already. I always use them to get the best value of my extra cards. I get fair prices for my cards and they save me tons of time. They have three main services. Their standard service lets you send them unsorted cards of any value. They will sort, grade, and give you the best buy list price for your cards. Their curated service is similar. Send them your unsorted cards worth over a dollar in value. They will charge half of the fee of the standard service and charge no fee per card. Their new sorted service is a great value as well. Choose cards in advance with their selection tool, send them sorted to Card Conduit and they will grade and buy list them automatically. Save yourself the time of having to send to multiple sites and let Card Conduit do it instead. Their fee is only 2% with no fee per card. They give you the best price for your cards. They work with competitive buy listing partners, including ones not open to the public. Users get an average of 19% more for their collection than they would have from a major retail buy list, even with Card Conduit's fees. Card Conduit also optimizes buy listing for card condition as well. Since vendors have different penalties for wear and tear, Card Conduit will find the best buy list price against the specific condition of a card. So give Card Conduit a try today. If you sign up with my link in the show notes or the description, or use the promo code POWER, you'll also get 10% off their fees when you use their service. A big thanks to Card Conduit for sponsoring today's podcast. And
0: today we have a Patreon shout-out, just like every other episode. Uh, so today's Patreon shout-out is Antonio Sanchez. Thank you so much for supporting the show, Antonio. It means a ton. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, so let's get right on into it. Uh, first of all, Scylla, hi. First Hello. time on the channel. Yeah, do you want to uh, tell everybody who you are and kind of what you do in the community?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, hi, I'm Scylla. i um, uh, you can find me on socials and everything at your underscore Priscilla. It's spelled a little weird, but you'll you'll see it written down. Um, Yeah, uh, I am a CDH player. I kind of, I guess I'm a comp grinder. Like, I guess I, I like tournament grind. And um, I'm also one half of a stream show with, with me and my girlfriend. We're the commander's cauldron. And um, yeah, so I do do a bunch of that stuff um i don't i don't know if there's anything else for me to plug so <laughs> i think that's all i got um
0: <laughs> that's more than enough yeah absolutely uh a grinder for sure uh amazing everybody if you've heard about crom rayan um that is absolutely where that comes from uh so thank you so much for that contribution. Uh, and uh yeah commander scaldron uh with you and anna it's really great i've enjoyed it um, so if oh, you have but. not gotten a chance to check it out, please, please do so. Um, but yeah, yeah. So today you have joined us on our little humble abode here, virtual humble abode, to talk about uh, inclusivity in Magic the Gathering. And and I guess training card games in general, because uh, cool. I guess this, a lot of this conversation can be um, kind of bled over to a lot of other games. Uh, so if you play, I don't know, what's good right now? What are the kids like? Uh Lorkana. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do people play Pokemon these days? I don't know what the kid's like. Um, But yeah, yeah, I think all of this can kind of be attributed. But I guess uh, just jumping off on the, you know, conversation, uh, what has your experience been with magic as it pertains to your I. Identity. I know myself as you know a black man a person of color I have my own stories and I'm thinking you know just about anybody who is not just a cisgendered white male has their own stories Uh, yeah yeah yeah. um what has been your experience with uh um it's
1: been pretty good yeah um like honestly I, I got into magic because I had heard it was like just filled with trans people, honestly. That was, like, kind of the whole meme that, like, I had heard, and I was like, I gotta give this a try then. Um, and, yeah, it's been pretty great. Um, there's, like, a lot of really great communities within this community that are really inclusive and think, like, people are doing a good job at, like, spreading that out to everywhere. It's it's getting there, you know?
0: Yeah, so. 100%. I, I, that's also kind of the... My same experience as well is uh, I've always heard that magic was just very much widespread. Um, it's all kinds of people um, in the in the community, and that's, you can't really say that about a lot of other games. Uh, I came from being a competitive grinder from other games like Yu Gi Oh and things like that. Nice. There very much is like a type of person that plays those games, um, and yeah. that can't really be said with magic. You can't just like pinpoint oh, this is what a magic grinder looks like. Like, no, there's so many different archetypes of people that play this game. And I think that's one of the things that have drawn me to it as well. And it's really cool to see.
1: Yeah, no, definitely agree. Like, that was like, I don't know, I was also a Yu-Gi-Oh! player. So when I I played Yu-Gi-Oh! before I transitioned and I was like, I am the stereotype for this game. Uh, and then I came over to here. I'm like, I am the stereotype for this game. So this, this is great. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely um that's really cool yeah i think uh gi is uh, not to talk you know about other games too much but yeah, yeah it's it's got a different uh, look a different feel with the community i think and i think that's maybe comes from also kind of basis of what magic is on i think magic uh has kind of a lot of uh, what is What what am I looking for? Um, It's very focused on like fantasy themes, but also has now transitioned into more of a role where it could be whatever. It's not really bound to certain themes and archetypes, which I think brings a lot of other people's personalities and a lot of people's other like interest into, especially with secret layers and everything now too, uh, like. People, you could be interested in anime, you could be interested in, you know, Fallout, you could be interested in Star Wars, not Star Wars, but, uh, you know, like anything. Maybe. <laughs> eventually. Maybe. But... Hopefully. <laughs> if Disney, yeah. you know, unleashes their claws, that would be great.
1: That would be pretty um,
0: sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and really have find something that you like in Magic uh, that can't be said about all the other uh, games, which is really cool. For sure. Yeah. Um, so. I guess then to extend that question, uh, why do we play in this community? Like, what necessarily draws us to the gathering part of Magic, right? Because that's one of the main key points of this game is the ability to bring people together um, from all of these different, you know, walks of life. Uh, Why is it that we play Magic, uh, would you say?
1: Um, I mean, I think it is pretty much just, like, seeing people like us and, like, just kind of feeling... At least for me, it was very like a, oh, like I can actually really easily make friends with all of these people. Like there's a lot of just common interests everywhere, and everybody's just really nice. Um, like that was kind of that was that was pretty much it. That like that's what got me into it was just like there's just so many nice people, and I don't know. It just, yeah, yeah. That was pretty much. Yeah,
0: it. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's like really it. It's just the idea that. uh yeah. Exactly. You, you find people who you really connect with, especially in EDH, because it's multiplayer. So it's not just like 1v1 staring yeah. and like, you know, the occasional joke, but you're just kind of playing your cards back and forth. Uh, there's a lot of talk that has to happen by, by by just the nature of the format in the game. And so it forces you to kind of like, yeah, we sit down as strangers, but hopefully by the end of it, I'm not going to necessarily be a stranger. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's... Like, for me, when I was just starting off playing EDH, I was just playing with, like, my little brother, who got me into Magic, mm-hmm. and then he was like, you can make friends doing this, and I was like, I, I could use some friends, because I was, like, I was living, like, by myself, I was working for a game studio, and I was just like, I don't have a lot of friends who live near me, what what can I do? And I started playing on spell table, and then... Now I'm suddenly here, so that's um, <laughs> like kind of that. that's the pipeline for it. So
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So how long have you been playing Magic, then? Uh, since yeah, it was brought up, my
1: my first set was Forgotten Realms. So um, the Adventures in Forgotten Realms. So like okay. the first D and D set.
0: Got you, got you,
1: um, got you. I was a really, really big D and D player, and that's what my brother used to make me try magic was like, you like DD a lot. There's there's some cool DD references in this set. And I was like, let's let's try. And then I pulled the like full art TMAT in there and was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever <laughs> I've ever seen. I'm absolutely playing this game forever now. And that just like completely upended my life and this is my whole life now. So
0: <laughs> I feel like it's it's really like it takes one set to really, like, hook you. And then all yeah. of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, my whole room is filled with cardboard. Isn't that great? Oh, um, like, you,
1: you don't even... the Our office right now, you can't really see it probably, but all Phyrexia stuff. That is all <laughs> my girlfriend's, like, she is obsessed with Phyrexia. We have, like, a giant Elishnorn card. We've got giant cards all over the place. And, uh, yeah, that's it's I know the obsession very well
0: <laughs> I feel that I feel like uh yeah. I started playing like just in general around 2012 I want to say like Ravnica um uh that kind of return to Ravnica set uh mm-hmm. was really big for me and then um I got off because I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh and I was like oh, okay cool this is kind of what I want to do and just be competitive yeah. And I remember being so frustrated with the game state of that game. And uh, my mental health was going down for a lot of reasons. And I was like, oh, man, I don't have friends. Because I was just being like, you know, going to tournaments and just not talking to anybody. I was just doing the thing and then leaving. And so um, one of my buddies... Who kind of knew my situation was like, hey, maybe you should try this out and go to our LGS and see what happens. And from there, it just kind of took off. And I think this first set that was really going on around then was uh, uh, Icoria, yeah, Icoria oh, of The beam. That's a
1: really good set to get in on. Like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. sweet! I love Godzilla. This this is sick. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: and so it it worked out in that that way. So it's just kind of interesting, like that just goes to show like really this game is for everybody it can tie anybody into it which is really neat yeah
1: um
0: so uh but going deeper into the conversation uh you talked about how you are a competitive player uh you grinded uh had an incredible success in the mox master series by the way uh so congratulations on that um i think we talked Briefly about that before, but um, still, just face to face, I wanted to say congratulations. Um, but as someone who has attended these events um, for this format that is growing, not just in CDH but EDH as well, yeah. um, what success have you? Do you think that these big conglomerates in the tournament or event space, whether it be WOTC or like any other, um, you know, group, whether it be Eminence or however, um, mm-hmm. in your eyes? uh have they had in terms of making a safe space for marginalized groups of people um specifically yeah, um, you know people in the trans community or you know people of color who whatever
1: yeah i think um at least speaking for from the trans side of things um i know i i participated in the very first mox masters um i think it was last october i think it was mm-hmm. the first one and um the first Mox Masters looks very different than what Mox Masters looks like today. And um, I think that's like a testament to show how quickly a lot of the organizers were like ready to improve and make everything better. Um, I know it started off a little bumpy. Uh, there wasn't really any rules. And this was actually just in Magic and a lot of card games in general. There just weren't really rules for like respecting people's pronouns or just like kind of just respecting people really like they're they were there but it was like everyone didn't wasn't really sure what what to do or how to act um and now part of almost every single tos like players meeting is like hey just respect each other if somebody's pronouns like if it is she her on their spell table just call her a girl like that's it that's that um and it's pretty straightforward and it's been a pretty great experience now um i think like yeah that's i I just think it's it's been a lot better like at least over the course of the last year while i've been competing it's gotten like just astronomically better so yeah
0: 100 percent. i think that's one of the things that's been really cool especially with the online tournament community as well right because um yeah I think that's a lot of where the EDH tournament community has been thriving lately has been through these online events that have been coming through. Um, yeah. How much the TOs have really put into uh, making sure that everybody is respecting one another. Um, things get heated a lot when it comes to oh, com- yeah. competing with EDH and a lot of times that comes hand in hand with people disrespecting one another, whether that be on a very personal level in terms of like disrespecting other people's pronouns, um, you know, getting really personal yeah. with digs and things like that, despite the fact that this is a game and where we're playing with printed out sheets of uh, fictional characters, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> so like it, um, People can get really heated. And so being able to kind of have people who are willing to uh, go to bat and, and allow You know people to put the boundaries there for people to be able to be respected and in the comfort of their own home is really great you know i it's one thing to go out to an lgs and have somebody be uh you know for a lack of a better world a word you know a really terrible uh person um to you yeah. you know but it's another thing to have that happen to you while you're in your pjs at home and i woke up at nine o'clock yeah. for this like i that's not how i want to spend my saturday and so to have somebody I'm you know t- tos and stuff like that yeah. help out is really great it's
1: like i'm just trying to sit here cast my rustic study like why why you gotta call me a dude like
0: come on <laughs> exactly
1: like, <laughs> like, i'm chill. just trying to draw cards and, and, and play like let's just hang out come on Uh, (laughs) exactly
0: yeah no um i I think it's so uh it's a really good i know personally eminence has done a really good job with that i've seen multiple cases where people get really heated and and judges have been really good at coming in and being like hey um everybody take a breather and really settling the entire situation at hand and making sure that everybody is taken care for and i think that's really good
1: absolutely agree i think that's another thing was just the judge staff almost it, i think in literally every single like tournament I've, I've played in are literally just like we'll fight for you like come to us like we got you and i'm just like i believe you now like i've seen like these, these tur- like these judges just be like yeah like i'll square up with people like verbally like we'll we'll do this and i'm just like Sick. I actually am not scared to call a judge now though. That, that was the big thing when I started off was I was like shy. I didn't really want to cause any problems. And I was like, I don't want to like screw somebody else over if like, like, Oh, they don't know any better or whatever. And then I was like, you know what? It's screwing my gameplay up and I'm just going to call a judge. Or like, I'm just like, Hey, if this person's if there's a difference between a mistake and then somebody who's just not being nice. And yeah. The judges are, like, there to make sure that that's sorted out. And, yeah, that's that's been, like, the biggest difference, too, is just being comfy doing that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is, um you know, something that we're all doing in the span of our own free time. Um, nobody, you know, outside of a very select few people is being paid to really sit down yeah. and, and do this. Um, and even the ones that are getting paid to do it started out doing this for fun. So yeah. it's... um really interesting to see, you know, how heated and how disrespectful some people can be. And I think leaning into that, like, toxic side of, of the community that can come out sometimes, I think it's really interesting because I've seen and, and have uh, experienced firsthand, like, cer- certain toxic community members. Um be have that be a part of their game plan it's like getting into people's heads by being not nice and being very disrespectful and calling out you know different things whether it be on race or you know gender or however and i think that's always thrown me off because it's like if any if you thought i was gonna let your spells resolve before buddy like (laughs)
1: literally
0: (laughs) no way dude it was just like i was
1: like we were cool and now you just like went and like just did all this i'm just like okay I, I don't even have to win this game but like you don't have to win this game either so like i'll live i'll be happy like, right. <laughs> like i am not in,
0: in favor of spike playing at all but like if we're yeah. gonna have to play yeah. this game like let's yeah. do it i'm not scared but uh yeah yeah i think that's that's really uh a good point uh of the judges being a huge part of like a lot of those major events making you feel you know really comfortable because i in the same way i hate calling a judge um yeah. even now that i know like most of the judging staff and like at a lot of these events and know how nice they can be i still just my anxiety shoots through the roof whenever i have to shoot my hand up and i'm like oh dude and now I'm, uh, what if i sound stupid <laughs> Like, yeah
1: like that and like i'm also i'm the kind of person who's just like Oh, like if this person just made a mistake, I don't want to ruin their day. Like they might be a new player. I don't, I don't want to like completely ruin this person's entire day. Or like, oh, like I, I don't want to be that person that people are like. Oh, she's calling a judge on me and blah 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 blah. Um, but now I've just kind of gotten to the point where I'm like, you know, what? you just got to do it sometimes. And it, it's that's that's either the learning moment for the new player, or the learning not to be a jerk moment for. Anybody else that I'm calling a judge on. So, absolutely. So, at, at yeah. some
0: point, somebody's going to learn, whether it's me or them, somebody, we will yeah, come out literally. of here with new information. Um, yeah. 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 I think that's a really good takeaway. And I think uh, probably something that a lot of people need to hear too is that um, judges, the people who are putting on these events, and the people who are, even if you're not in like an actual event, um, you know, like an eminence event or things of that nature, um, even you're at your LGS, the people who run the store, they are there to yeah. support you and help you, and create an environment where you feel welcomed to come back to. Um, because ultimately, like even outside of just being a good human being, it's in their benefit to make sure that you feel, you know, present enough yeah. to want to come back to their establishment yeah. um, because that's their business. And so, um, don't be afraid to ask the people around you for help and to back you up on things and, uh, support. I think that's really, really big. Um, so I'm glad you said that for sure. sure.
1: Yeah. And that's another great thing about this community is that we're playing four player comp. So there's two other people. If someone's being rude to you, there's two other people who are there either they're I've, I've had people just back me up before. Like there've been people, like if someone's being a jerk to me, or if somebody's like misgendering me or doing something. I've had people in my in my pods be like, whoa, like chill, or like, whoa, the, the like she's a she and yeah. like do that. And I'm just like, boom. I'm happy for this person. It's like the the saying that I, I learned from, from Ken Bauman is like be the type of player that people want to play against again. Absolutely. Like, you know? Yeah. And those are the type of people that I'm like I don't care if I lose to you because you're awesome. You just def- like you just backed me up. Like, you're you're an awesome person. I can already tell you're an awesome person. So yeah. it's like, be that kind of person. Don't don't try to get in my head about it, the rest of it because I'll I'll just crombat you. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> don't, don't make like, me swing this zombie horror just, at you no. i'm gonna do it anyway because you're playing Nas, but like come on uh. <laughs> now i'm
0: tapping it with some extra stink on it like just, just, yeah uh, just. just
1: doing a little kick flip while i go at you and <laughs> like a just. little tech
0: tech like be, yeah, yeah no, like. Just, <laughs> absolutely yeah um <laughs> i i also love that saying i love ken Bauman. uh i think i'm yeah probably mentioned him on just about all of these episodes, but um, yeah, I do love that saying uh, of like being, you know, uh, someone that people would love to lose to, I think is very important in this community because um, people remember it's, uh, we're a growing format specifically if we're talking about CDH, we're a growing format. And so um, a lot of the people that you meet in these tournaments, you will see, You know, the next event that you go to or the next thing you log on to, they will be there. And if you are spending all of those times being a jerk, you know, they're going to remember. And so it's also in your best interest, just if you want to be a part of this community to just not be a jerk.
1: (laughs) Just be nice. (laughs) Just Just be be nice.
0: It costs nothing. Everyone else
1: is nice. (laughs) Like uh, the other like the other person I always point to. And funnily enough, they're both the people who have coached me is Ian. Uh, comedian and ian's like the nicest person in the world and he wins everything so being a jerk doesn't win being yeah. nice wins like yeah. come on <laughs>
0: yeah ian is such a sweetheart yeah he yeah absolutely is very nice yeah. and it goes to show that it if you are just nice that that's the secret to ian winning it's just just being just the being best nice. person ever yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah um so i guess to counter that um has there have you seen any shortcomings uh that you you know pertain to this kind of same idea when it comes to watsi or like match the gathering events that you've been to um where kind of the community can really improve or you know in terms of like tos or things like that where they can really improve and making sure that it's a safe space for all uh, um players
1: yeah um I think it's very like, first I want to say it's like, it's a very different environment between webcam tournaments and in person, um, in person, I think there's way less room for like mistakes to happen. Um, a lot of the times when you're seeing someone face to face, like it's easier to, I, I don't want to say it's easier to like assume like things about somebody, but like most of the time when I go to my local, like a local tournament. I don't get misgendered like i show up and everybody there is just like yeah like that's she's just a girl that's here um on webcam you don't see your opponent's face like you're kind of just judging based on their voice and that can be a little hard and sometimes even just like i mean having your like your pronouns on spell table sometimes people just aren't looking or they say they're not looking and I don't really know how that's possible because we're what, looking at spell table, but, um, still like sometimes people just miss that. And, um, so I think I wanted to like say preface that first. Um, I don't think there's anything that any, anybody's doing wrong. Um, and something I've been trying to push, I think I've, I've talked to a couple TOs about this already, uh, is trying to get just one more layer of like that out there, like just one more thing out there, I either like including pronouns with like your pod postings or on your player profile or something, um, just for having that one more thing where it's like, okay, like if you didn't see it on spell table, sure, um, but like you obviously saw them because your pod was posted there and you looked at your pod and you saw that that person was non-binary or goes by she/her and like then it's like it's a little harder to to i don't know not i don't even know where, where i'm going with this now um <laughs> it's 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 a little harder to like not i don't know get get it i guess yeah yeah. I'm, yeah
0: it's um, it's harder to yeah. make rash assumptions and things of that yeah. nature if it's already there in your face yeah. and yeah spell table like has it said it on people's settings if you are looking at people's uh commanders and their you know usernames you can see their pronouns it's right there yeah. um yeah yeah i see so many times uh people especially on spell table games will just call you by your commanders like oh I, if, if tim Nakrom, i'm i'm talking to you like and that's fine but the pronouns are right there as well and so is my name
1: yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's, literally
0: yeah and, um.
1: and I know it's it's still tough like I I give people a lot of leeway and most and this is for the audience, most trans people will give you a lot of leeway like we're all we are reasonable people and um like you know mistakes happen and we're playing on spell table. you hear my voice I like I know I have a deeper voice for compared to a cis woman. And it can be kind of interpreted differently. I get it. I That's fine. But like if somebody corrects you or if I correct you and then you don't adjust, it's like, yeah, like that. then now it's kind of like, I told you, please, you, you can connect the wires here. Let's just move on. Come on. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. But in a, on a TO standpoint, though, I don't know if there's much more they can do other than that. Um like it really is they're already taking so many good steps like every like i said every players meeting is usually like filled with respect everybody here like it, and now actually even at um i think at Mox Masters that i played in and uh, the next weekend when i played at Chaos um the the judge staff were like uh recommending people to to open up about like their pronouns like say your name your pronouns and then, you know say what you know you're playing or then you can have your conversations start doing mulligans and stuff um and i think that's that's really good to start pressing along too like it's just they're making the right steps already um just kind of taking everybody else to go along with it so yeah yeah
0: yeah absolutely i think it's it's all comes down to respect and it's not hard, especially if someone is telling you what to do. <laughs> um, like, yeah. This is yeah. how I want to be addressed. Um, it, all, all that you have to do is respect those wishes. And yeah, um, as long as that res- level of respect is there, then everything else falls into place. And so, yeah. yeah, I think it's really good on the TO staffs for a lot of these tournaments um, to have been able to put those kind of... Um, precedence forward, um you know and and allow that kind of space to be there and but it is really much on the player base to kind of continue that um as much as possible
1: yeah. yeah
0: yeah awesome 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 so then okay to that point then what can we as members of the community do to create safe spaces for our fellow planeswalkers um you know, we kind of touched on it a little bit in terms of, like, respecting people's wishes and things like that, but is, is there anything else that, you know, we can be doing to just make it more enjoyable for everybody around us?
1: Yeah. um, I mean, I think on a base level, um, just like we had said, like, if somebody says to you, hey, I actually go by this, or if they lead the conversation saying I use they-them pronouns, or I use she-her, or he-him, or any of the pronouns that they want to use. Um, just try your best to respect that. Um, like we can tell when you're trying. That's, that's the thing we can tell when you're actually trying and just trying usually is, is really great. Like um, at least in my experience, I can't speak for all, all people, but um, just knowing that you're trying usually means the world. Um, alternatively, like, outside of actual magic and everything just becoming more educated on these issues yourselves, taking the time to research, like just anything about like gender theory or like any kind of just really anything about trans people. Um, you don't have to go, you don't have to go super in depth about it. You know, you don't gotta go too crazy, but, um, just like, I don't know. This is, how today is it's 2024 like get in the know and it's i don't know i think it's a little ridiculous if somebody's like i don't know about that it's like you do you do you just you just kind of <laughs> be a little bit ignorant yeah. and like like i don't know you can fix that it's real easy um yeah so just educating yourselves a little bit more and um just being open to i think just being more open to people. There's this world it's crazy like we are way more connected than we've ever been in history i think and that means we're more con- we're more connected to people we might not understand and just being more open to that is like a real big deal so yeah
0: 100 percent. i love that you said that we are just more connected to people in general uh, because it, it ties all back to what we were talking about before of like what makes this game so cool is the ability to be connected to so many different kinds of people. And so now, yeah, here we are in 2024, uh, you are constantly tethered to communicating with somebody at all yeah. points in times, you know, whether it be through social media, whether it be through playing games on spell table, whether it be through, you know, in-person communications or outside however you are constantly talking to new people um whether you think you are or not or are in contact with them um and so yeah being able to do research and and really get in the know on on how to best um you know respect the people around you that you are going to meet i think is goes leaps and bounds ahead of anything um I know we talk a lot and joke a lot in the community about like uh, putting the cards down and going to touch grass, but literally just opening your eyes and seeing that, um, you know, the world is is growing more and more connected every, each and every single day. And with that, there's going to be a lot of different um, lives and perspectives that you're not going to have maybe had, you know, access to beforehand and being I, I love that you brought that up, you know, just really. Doing your part in that and research in that is is really helpful. So that's really dope. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know at least when it comes to trans people, like, we're not a giant portion of the population, but, like, it's growing. And you're going to, like, especially in this community, you're going to meet a lot of trans people. And um, just, like, I don't know, if you're playing any niche nerdy game you're going to run into trans people and you should be really ready to just like i don't know uh, know what to do around a trans person um that's base level yeah. yeah um yeah
0: absolutely yeah i think um for anybody any marginalized group of people yeah. but specifically uh, you know trans people, uh, and then the trans community find a lot of safe havens in a lot of these, uh, you know, uh, games and, and niche hobbies and things of that nature because, uh, of how open they can be to people
1: yeah.
0: who, you know, just have an interest in the same hobby. Um, and so, yeah, you, you are bound to meet, uh, you know, people from the trans community, black people, um, yeah. people of any sort of marginalized group that, it's gonna happen just because of the nature sure. of the hobby in itself and so uh doing your part to this really is know one of
1: the most yeah. this is like one of the most diverse games yeah like I've ever been a part of and it's awesome like it's one of the biggest pulls for playing magic is you just the people who you get to meet and like everybody's different life experiences I meet so many new people and hear so many things that I'm like I never would have known that like that's that's so cool and i mean my just from my own personal experience myself and my girlfriend come from extremely different like <laughs> histories and backgrounds and just that alone the fact that we we met through magic and were able to like connect over this and then that turned into us dating and living together now and everything it's like that's like the peak of the gathering is i don't know just Two very different people coming together, but over this one thing, and yeah, it's very cool.
0: I love that so much. Oh man, hold on, you know. wait! Don't let me cry on camera. That's so <laughs> yeah. sweet.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, every I, every chance I get to talk about me and Anna, it's I take it because like when we were in Vegas and people were asking us, like some of our friends are asking us about it, and I was like, oh, like we I, I start so when I started playing Magic and I started playing on Spell Table, I went on to um, Bobby Christine's like discord server. Mm. And that's where I just like met everybody. I, I was just like, there's so many cool people here. This is so diverse. Like, this is awesome. Like I get to meet people. And then Anna and I got into a game together. And then after that, I was like, this person's really cool. I want to keep talking to her. And then we just kept talking and it was like, Oh, we're like dating now. That's so cool. <laughs> um, and yeah. So nerds you you can get a girlfriend from magic too so
0: (laughs) you can do it too there's
1: (laughs) there is magic riz like it exists
0: (laughs) oh that's so funny but yeah no i love that so much uh and, and yeah yeah i think that that is I tell people all the time, like, the, the gathering is the best part of this entire yeah. game. Uh, sure, the feeling of, like, ripping a really great Nas, uh, you know, at the end of your opponent's turn. It's great. It's great. There's not Start much. Yeah, there's not much like it. It's a pure ecstasy. It's great. However, um, the nights that I have with my play group, um, like, I just got back from the boil uh just a couple days ago and i was there with you know my friends my my play group and i just the most fun i had was just being around them and hanging out and practicing and doing whatever and i those moments that you get from the games or you know and from being here in this hobby are unlike anything else um it's the connections you make with people that it's really great and so do your part to allow those communications to, to exist through all people. You never know what you might find. You might find your best friend, your, you know, your girlfriend, who, whoever. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome. Oh, well, now i yeah. um, that just made my whole night. <laughs> that was very <laughs> sweet. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I think uh, we kind of hit on a lot of the points here. Uh, Was there anything else that um, you wanted to talk about that we didn't necessarily get to uh, get through?
1: Um, I think I also, I just kind of wanted to, like, say to people who are maybe a little, like, scared. I don't know if scared is the right word, but people who are hesitant or or a little nervous about, like, getting into the scene. um, Like, especially... I know I had mentioned on it earlier, but like very early on, it was very bumpy. Um, I knew a bunch of people who competed at like the first few remote tournaments who didn't have a great time specifically because there weren't a lot of like protective measures there. And um, they just like, I don't think compete anymore. Like they just had no interest. They they lost interest in even trying. And um, I think I want, you know, I would just want to tell people it's a lot better now the scene is getting way bigger. Like it is huge compared to where it was a year ago. And the people are getting bigger. Like, it's just, there's just so much more. And, um, I don't know. I think that everybody, all, all like women, non-men, everybody, give it a try. Just get back, give it one more go, see how it feels. Like, you know, I, I, there's like me a handful of other like really really talented women who are like just really grinding the scene and um i want to see more that's really it I, just, I, I know that there's a lot more out there um and who knows there's gonna be like top four punt city it's just gonna it's just gonna be all all girls and that'd be sick that'll um, be sick that <laughs> be that'll be, that'd be awesome dope. like <laughs> my my girlfriend was because we're both competing like we're both going to Pun city and yeah. uh she made the joke she's like if we're if we're in the finals together that'd be that'd be crazy i'm like yeah i'm gonna be crying while you like beat me to death with the <laughs> stacks deck and she was just like she was like yeah but it'll it'll be in the finals though and i'm like oh, no. at what cost <laughs> um like was this worth it <laughs>
0: Uh, i i love that so much i me and my partner joke all the time about uh playing uh she she does not like play competitively but she does know what i do and everything else and so every now and then uh she'll take my casual decks and we'll play and i'll you know try and handicap myself by like not trying to yeah. uh, go too hard but then it'll get really competitive because she'll play like your or something like that and now there's like you know 40 power on board i'm like i I think i'm dying (laughs) like what is happening and she's like uh now she's starting into trash (laughs) log i love stuff like that and so i think that's really uh great for you guys i congratulate hopefully congrats in the future about a top four i can't wait to hear about it Um,
1: fingers crossed well i i make the jokes a lot about like mox masters was like kind of strike like a a lightning bolt for me where i don't know if it'll hit again uh it kind of felt like the perfect storm tournament for like the deck i was playing and and my play style and everything Mm. um but uh we'll see we'll see if i can make it happen again it's her first big in-person tournament um it's my like second punt city and then um yeah she's She's excited. She started playing comp because I was doing it and that's all I wanted to play was was CDH and she was like well if if that's all you want to play I guess we'll play that together and then she's now she's just like i only want to play secret she's like i I can't go back to casual like i can only play this like and i was like i got her i got her this is great (laughs) we we did it (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: oh yeah so well yeah good luck at City, and absolutely thank you for coming and taking the time to have this conversation and with you know and sharing your knowledge um
1: absolutely yeah
0: uh, you want to take uh, another time to like plug all your stuff?
1: Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, you're Priscilla on socials. Um, also check out Commander's Cauldron on everywhere. Um, I think on, on like Twitter we're MTG Cauldron because Commander's Cauldron doesn't fit because it's it it's too big. Um, but yeah. Um, we stream Fridays and Sundays. Um, we have a lot of cool people that are on our streams um and also on youtube that's where we're at just go check that out you don't need to go on my socials you can go to the over there uh i'm less cool than <laughs> the duo that we are um but you should you should still go check all that out
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell people all that that all the time i'm like oh yeah they're like oh fuck follow me on socials i'm like actually just follow playing with power uh because if you follow me you're gonna get like deep fried memes and i just don't know if that's even what you want
1: that's (laughs) yeah that's literally i'm just like yeah i will randomly post a meme or like a picture of myself and i'm like i felt pretty today or i talked about cdh or randomly posted a graph that i did yesterday i was just like ha i felt (laughs) like a dork and did some data entry and now i don't know why i did that and that's that's just where i'm at so if that interests you (laughs) sure follow me otherwise follow commander's cauldron it's it's cooler it's gameplay
0: (laughs) absolutely well thank you so much so thank you for the conversation uh i genuinely appreciate it i think it was really insightful and hopefully uh encourages more people who maybe are you know bit more shy about kind of getting giving this community a try um you know that extra push that they they need to kind of get in get joined we do not bite i promise oh yeah Uh, but yeah um so to the listeners we have a question every episode uh and today's question is tell us about a time you felt like you understood the gathering part of magic whether that's a time you were at an fnm and you had a really great time with your buddies Or a time traveling to an event like Punt City, uh, let us know down in the comments below. Um, and make sure to give us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or your favorite podcast aggregator. You'd be surprised at how much it helps us out. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and more. All links are in the episode notes below. Uh and yeah, that wraps it up for this episode of the podcast. Tune in next time when we talk more about our favorite format and our favorite game, Magic the Gathering. I've been your host, TK. Thank you so much for watching and listening, and we will see you next time. Take care, y'all.